Welcome to It's a Fit Life Creation podcast with me, Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur and a transformation coach. Jumpstart transformation to time to transform, to boss brand, to money maker, to inspiring with influence and more. So let's create. And I lost over 55 pounds four years ago with the help of Herbalife Nutrition, Meal Bags, Team Edge, NASA, a certified public accountant. I've served in over eight industries, generating others over seven to nine figure results consistently while having my own money in chaos to create a life and a business I love. It's about the passion, the purpose, the people, and the profits to create a life and a business you love. Tune in to the stories and the journey as we create It's a Fit Life Creation. to create a life and a business you love. So I've been thinking about this quite a bit because for years I did really well at time management. However, the goals and the vision that I was setting, like many of us or lack thereof, was causing me to align to what I really did not want. So now I'm sharing on how to manage your time and line it up, how to make the time to create a life and business you love. So what does that look like and what are some things on not to do? So first, currently I line up my days, my weeks, my months, my life with the vision of basic of, let me show you my vision board you guys. So I was gonna film this in the lounge, but then I decided I was gonna do this at home. So I'm crystal, crystal clear on my vision for those of you watching on YouTube or on my video. If you're tuning in on the podcast, um, I'm just gonna walk through several different things. So at the center of it all is our creator. And then I'm gonna tie this into how I focus on the seven steps to success and how that ties into my days, my weeks, and my months, and what I've learned along the way. So at the center of it all is our creator, and I put a place that is very, very special to me, is Camp Pretty Place. So that's the cross that you saw, or you see on the video, and it's um, in, I think it's on the border actually of South Carolina, but really close to North Carolina. And I've been three or four times, and it's at YMCA Camp Greenville. It's a beautiful view and a chapel in the mountains. It's absolutely incredible. And it symbolizes for me to keep our creator, spirit, and son at the center of it all. Because when I focused on the external years ago after college, 
money, solely money, let me say this, like that was my main driver, money, status, recognition, whereas in college, it was creating what I loved, it was passion, it was purpose. So I'm gonna talk about what that looked like then, then when I allowed also the world to switch that, and what it looks like now. Because the, the intention behind this is, you guys, is depending on where you are in your journey, that you get insights and epiphanies for yourself. So back to the vision. So first, I had to get clear on what Katrina really wanted. Katrina, not what someone else says for me, not what the world says for me, like Katrina. And in what order is success for me and what order is setting and or what order is creating a life and a business I love for me. So at the center of it all, then I have on the left, like it's all about love. It's all about my future husband. It's all about my future family. It's all about where I want to get married. It's about homes as far as looking and ways that I want to give. So let me flip over to passion and purpose. So also part of on the top here and the bottom. So for me, passion is all the things I love. I love our creator. I love family, uh, which is why I focused on family. I love my parents are incredible, you guys. Like from every angle, they've shown me so many facets of love that I never ever imagined even as a child through some of the experiences I've walked through in entrepreneurship over the last several years. And part of, my, and so in my passion and purpose and what I've walked through, and you can definitely tune in to some of the other episodes and my bio and the story, is walking through simplifying health walking through simplifying business, walking through simplifying money. And there's been a lot of pain through that. A lot of mindsets that no longer served me or no longer served me to align to this vision of not only helping millions to billions simplify health, wealth, and business, but to give back millions to billions to help in homelessness, help in cancer, help military vets, and help battered women. And within that passion and purpose and overcoming you guys so many different crazy experiences. Um, so if you're watching the video or, and or tuning in, so I'm 40 years young. A lot of people, when they look at me, they think, oh, she's, you know, late twenties, thirties. No, you guys, I've lived a lot. I was in four countries just as a snapshot. By the time I was two, I've been in over 27 countries. I've worked in over seven industries. I've served in everything from startups all the way up to Fortune 500 companies, consistently generated six plus figure results annually, up to a thousand percent ROI, but did it in a way that was aligned to all the ways and things that people wanted me to do, as opposed to checking in with my passion and purpose first, which is what I did in college, but then I derailed from that. So um, within that passion and purpose, part of that for me is Herbalife Nutrition. You can see I'm wearing the hat for those of you tuning in. I, um, Herbalife is a huge component of you guys of where I, why and where I am where I am um, because of one, not only losing weight, simplifying through the incredible tools, the community, the personal development, the shifts in mindset, the positive community. Let me repeat that because that bears, like it's so important for that. So here I have 
pictures of like the whole team at an extravaganza, which is our huge Super Bowl event that's coming up in July. Then I have um, also the President's Team pin, the Chairman's Club pin, the Founder's Circle pin, and dates around that, 20 through 22. And for those of you that don't know, that basically means a very high executive level position within Herbalife. And so for me, before Herbalife, I got to the equivalent of President's Team and Founder's Circle, but I did it in a way that was not true to who I am. I did it through corporate America, I did it through oil and gas, I did it, you know, and again, I worked in seven industries total, but how I ultimately got there was big data, data analytics, fraud cases, all these different things that yes, I love to also help uncover things and add value, create value, uncover wrongdoings, but that's only part of me. I was missing different ways that I wanted to interact with community to create positive impact to create transformation and inspiration in people's lives, not just in a business, not just to the bottom line, although if that's your passion and purpose, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, that's not solely Katrina. Then I have also, yes, I have Michelle and Barack Obama and Beyonce and Jay-Z because I have a lot of vision centered around wellness, around transformation, around education and centers of influence. Then I have an image of Disney. So I have an image for transformation centers that are very high tech that people can interact. It's high touch, the high tech, and integrated like a Disney World experience, but for wellness. So whole new level, you guys. There's a lot of things in the works. Then I have a cover of Forbes for myself and or myself and, and myself and my future mate. Then I have Super Soul 100. Then I have the Transformation Center image, New York's Times bestseller. And all that really represents, you guys, is the impact. And so these videos, giving back, all these different ways leads up to that. Because if you think about it, all the people that you see, you know, going back through from whether it's a Jim Rohn, a Mark Hughes, you know, a... Oprah, a Tony Robbins, a Brendan Bouchard, a Rachel Hollis, a Marie Forleo. Like everyone starts you guys at a certain point and what really gets people is the time alignment to what they truly want, the sacrifice, the decluttering of what doesn't align. And then I've got images of homes, images and thoughts and oh puppies and African safari and then giving back to help end homelessness and cancer, military vets, and battered women, and that's all done also through Fit Life Creation, which you can read all about it, tune in, but basically Fit Life Creation is what I co-created, I say co-created because with our creator, all-in-one health, wealth, and business with the tips, tools, and tech included for health, money, and business, with experiences, influencers, fundraisers, and with brand integrations and possibilities. So let's let's circle back to time. So when I was in college, so I'm gonna break this down, you guys, into um, the past. So what happened in college, then what happened when I was in corporate, and then what I align my time and how intentional I am now 
to aligning it to the vision, then to the seven steps of success, then to daily action. And then I review it every single week, every single month and year. And is it lining up with what I want and what I love? And then how do I tweak? Like what wasn't I aware of? What do I want to shift? So in college, for example, so high school, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, love school. I've always loved to learn. Some of the things that when I look back, I realized where I started to get really sucked into people pleasing. So you guys, I was already submitting in books that I had authored when I was in middle school and in high school. And so I've always loved to write. I've always loved creative expression. And we were already submitting through our school and A-Leaf in Houston to publishers. Like the teacher taught us how to do it. You know, we were getting letters, all kinds of things. And I shared that to say, plus I was in advanced placement classes in middle school into high school, but then I got out. Why did I get out? I got out because my friends were not in the same classes that I was in. So I wanted, like many of us, desperately to belong. And I did that at the sacrifice of my own gifts, talents, and abilities, of downplaying them, of not wanting them to be seen. And there's a Marianne Williamson quote, you know, a lot of us talk about that, you know, our fear, and I may be misquoting this slightly, our fear is not that we are you know, inadequate. Our fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. And so when I looked back on that over the last couple of years, I was like, oh my God, I didn't want my light or my intelligence or certain things to be seen. And I think that's many of us that we downplay because we want to fit in or it makes people uncomfortable versus realizing, wait a minute, if you don't break through, we don't break through, then actually we can't reach the people we're meant to reach. And we don't reach our full, our own full potential. So that was middle school, high school. It was really easy for me, you guys, to make like all A's. Like I barely brought books home. It was super, super easy for me. And for me, I didn't understand a lot of times why it was harder for other people because for me it was so easy, right? And I didn't realize till much later in life that it was an innate gift, an innate you know, talent, like we all have gifts, talents, and abilities. I'm gonna show you a tool on my phone too. And so, so that was middle school, high school. Um, I also had what my mom calls quite a bit of turbulence in high school. So like many of us, and I think especially, I mean, I don't know if like, I'm not a boy, so I can't speak for men, but from a woman's standpoint, I think there's like this pivotal points around 12, 13, that things can come up, especially if our foundation is rocky. So I remember around 13 and especially 16, my mom was always around and my dad was always working. And a lot of times when he was home, he spent a lot of time alone. So we didn't communicate as often. And for me, I realized later also, my number one love language by far is time. And I love communicating. I love also being alone. Like I love my own me time, but I love communicating. And I never really felt like I had that with my dad anywhere near with what I had with my mom growing up. So I share that to say, I remember around 13 to 16, having a lot of stuff going on emotionally. And at the time I had no idea what it was, right? And I ended up working, uh, I remember one year, 
I ended up working at a uh, Kroger in a doctor's office and then another year, eight jobs in one year, you guys, in high school. And so I started pouring myself into work. And if I think about it, like looking back, it, I realized that that's also what I saw my dad do. So look at the correlation. I didn't get the attention. And so I saw the model behavior of where he poured in his time. So I did the same. And I also ended up getting more attention that way because I was performing. And that's what a lot of us do. We model behavior, okay? And feel free to pause this, you guys, if things are coming up for you, because again, that's the intention. This is to serve you. So those are just some epiphanies and things like highlights of things that I've realized over time. Then I, in high school, also walk through an abusive relationship in high school into my first year of college. First to second year of college, off and on, off and on. And so you can imagine, back to time, really my time then, it was almost like, and I don't even know how I did, how I did it. Part of me was so hyper-focused on school, pouring myself in with friends, not really sharing what was going on, still maintaining great grades, but like under massive stress, and then dealing with the drama that I was allowing through that relationship, okay? And so many things with worthiness, so many things with like foundation. And again, like, you know, our parents always do the best that they can, but I realized for me, I created this story of I wasn't worthy because my dad didn't even want to spend time with me. Then that catapulted through some other turbulence into that relationship and things that I allowed. So fast forward to, I leave the abusive relationship. I end up meeting two of my best friends, Janelle and Angela in college. We start nonprofits together. The year before I was on campus, pretty much on my own, didn't really know anybody. Or not, I wasn't close with anybody. I was just, you know, it was like my first year at Sam Houston State University. I was building relationships. And then the next year met Janelle and Angela. We started a nonprofit organization, got really close, really started to thrive. So when I looked back as I was really reflecting over the last two years, like what does Katrina want? That was a pivotal point in my life because when I looked back, I realized, wait a minute, I was so happy then what was going on. I was learning all the time. So these are things you want to think about. I was learning all the time. So I was in a learning, thriving environment. I was around super positive people all the time. So not only was I involved with the organization we started that's still in existence today, uh, Millennium Models, Making Optimum Differences in Everyone's Lives at SAM, uh, acronym. We hosted scholarship pageants, reading programs, all these different things and won awards our first, our second year, all these different things. I was also heavily involved in Student Government Association. I was also vice president of program council and set up events for, uh, for homecoming, for casino nights, all kinds of stuff on campus. Uh, I ended up creating a world of SHSU where we honored and celebrated different cultures on campus and the first year we had over a thousand people come because hello, all the organizations were involved so people were coming to support them. So that showed me that I love creating communities. Again, of high vibe, impact, influence, transformation, inspiration, multicultural. 
So I'm sharing that to say, you guys, this is pointing back to you on what do you love, okay? So from there, I also was working part-time at a credit union, about 20 to 25 hours a week, typically Mondays, Fridays, and Saturdays. And I still maintained, you guys, top producer, just like the others that were doing full-time work, I was producing the same part-time. How did I do that? Or even more. I focused on relationship, I focused on planting seeds, I focused on serving people exponentially beyond what they asked. Meaning, someone came in for a new account, okay? I looked at their credit, I saw that they had a car loan, I saw that they had a home equity loan. So I offered them, hey, I see that your credit is this, I see you have this, I can lower your rate to this, this, and this. Because I knew the, the basically the structure, I knew where I could save them time and or money or both, if they cut down the loan, if they paid it off faster, all these different things. So I offered them value. Listen to what I'm saying. I was in a learning environment. I was giving back. I was a leader in several organizations, including some that I created. I was creating events. I was creating communities. I was creating value. I was operating in things with health, things with money, things with business, things with service and giving back, okay? That's where all my time went. However, also I read a ton. So I still maintain straight A's. I graduated with undergrad with a 3.6 GPA, a 3.7 in grad school. There was a time, you guys, that I even took 27 hours in a semester. I took 18, it was 18 in person, nine correspondence, still worked at the credit union, still maintained the numbers. Oh, I was trading part-time on stocks. I remember that one year I generated 400% return on investment, self-taught trading, okay? And I was 20 years old, self-taught. Then I was also, oh, we were building our organizations, the leader of different three different organizations. I mentioned program council, student government, millennium models, also others like offhand, like Golden Key Honor Society, different things like that. Then I would also still go out with my friends. Now granted, everything else was a priority. First, make sure all the work is done, all the things are done, but I would still go out with my friends typically on Thursday nights, typically sometimes on Fridays and or Saturdays, and then Sundays would focus on getting into, you know, whatever the week had that was coming up, okay? Um, so, so with that being said, with that being said, so that gives you the foundation, you guys, of what it was like in college. Then I had this underlying belief after college that, oh, I have to go do something I don't love to make money. Because keep in mind, in college, I was investing money. I was putting money in, and we didn't have back then the social media, digital marketing, all these different ways that are easier now with entrepreneurship. And, and, or, and there was ways back then I just didn't see the possibility, and I didn't have those examples, right? And I used that as a crutch and or as an excuse, again, for not shining my light. However, I left college. 
I walked through Victoria's Secret. I walked through the credit union. I walked through Victoria's Secret. I walked through over seven consulting companies directly and directly. I walked through The Apprentice TV show. I walked through Emory University as far as creating curriculum. I walked through American Institute of CPAs. I walked through several oil and gas companies to name a few things, you guys. Like I know, crazy. I walked at the same time. I always had a side hustle. So how now you hear people talk about side hustle queen, I always had a side hustle because it wasn't enough for me the things I was doing on a full-time basis. My brain still wanted to absorb more and learn more, but I was dividing that attention, you guys, because I was afraid to fully step out on my own. So with that being said, I had to first get clear, like I was sharing earlier, on what I wanted and what success meant for me. So for me, I outlined like the vision for you, but then I had to get clear that for me, money, status, and recognition is not at the top of my priority list. Although I had lived over 10 years of my life like that. For me, at the top of my priority list is passion, is purpose list, is passion, is purpose, is people, then profits. It's focusing on the elements of spiritual, like am I fully walking in the things spiritually that I want and how do I want to be represented? How do I want to show up? For me, that's being limitless, that's resilient, that's priceless, that's showing up with love and faith no matter what. And sometimes that means speaking truth in a way that may not be comfortable to someone, but even when I do it, it's in a way that's honoring. And there was a period of my life, you guys, after college, because I did that in college, but then after college, I also had this belief that I had to be mean or do it in a way that was disrespectful or dishonoring to people. And I realized, no, you can still be firm, but do it in a way that is respectful, but still draws a line in the sand, right? Or sometimes that just means walking away in silence and that's okay too. So spiritually, the second thing for me is mentally, because if I'm not spiritually, mentally, and emotionally sound, and I haven't poured love into myself on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, morning routine with, you know, prayer, with worship, with meditation, with journaling, with working out, with eating right, then I'm only serving others from a half empty or an empty cup. And that's what I did for years when I was 55 pounds heavier. So ask yourself how you're pouring or not pouring into yourself. That's not selfish, you guys, because if you pour more into you, you have more to actually serve and give. And I'm talking about an hour to two hours of your day, depending on where you put it in. Like I'm clear right now, I'm not married yet. I don't have kids yet, but you can make the time. I was in at the gym and then like in the sauna, I was reading my Bible for like 15 minutes, you guys, or prayer or worship in the morning, 15 to 30 minutes. You know, so I'm not talking about, it goes back to where your priorities are and where you're making or not making time for things. Same thing with food. You eat anyway, but what are you putting into your mouth? That's why Herbalife was so amazing for me. Now, disclaimer, average person loses a half a pound to a pound a week. I lost 55 pounds. So, um, so spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, 
playful. So for me, even though this is work, this is also play because I've reframed it in my mind to where I feel like I'm talking to a friend. And I love when I get comments like that from our community, that they're like, like in our mastermind, for example, Hanny recently commented, she's like, I feel like Katrina's right there with us. Like, I feel like she's in the room with me. And that's the intention because you're only one person, but how can you create maybe a community where people still feel like you're there even when you're physically not, okay? So that was the intention behind creating the time freedom the location freedom, like with the online programs, the online freebies, you can download that at our site. So spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, playful. Playful can also be, I mentioned sauna earlier. It can be a walk in the park. Of course it can be a concert or a big event, but it doesn't have to be that, you guys. And are you implementing that? Are you acting on that daily? Dancing around your house. <laughs> like I was gonna get all dressed up today, but I was like, wait a minute. I'm meeting with someone in a bit and then like I like I don't really have anything after that and then I'm going to the sauna so I want to stay in gym clothes it's being true to myself so spiritual mental emotional relational so playful this spiritual mental emotional physical playful relational and you can see how these overlap you guys easily because I can be playful and still be relational at the same time right I can be emotional, but still be relational at the same time and physical. So you can overlap these. And the last thing is financial. And for me, I put this last because for years I put this first at the detriment to my own passion, to my own purpose, at the detriment of relationships, at the detriment of my health. So for me, our creator has been very clear on make sure you're great, make sure everything else is aligned great then focus on this because then it's coming from a whole different space, okay? And with that being said, with finances, a couple of things I wanna talk about. So when I was in corporate and I was doing things as a side hustle queen, I would do things on my lunch break, I would do things at the end of the day, I would do things at night, but I made the time. So I didn't realize that was setting up different muscles and habits for the future, but it was. And then I've now been full-time, you guys, since, uh, full-time self-employed since 2011. So for me, of course I have a lot more flexibility than you if you're still working for someone. But I set up my day with what I wanted in mind, the vision, the priorities, and then outlining my day in advance. And of course, nothing's ever perfect, things adjust. But having a no matter what attitude that regardless, all these things are going to get done and or I was going to shift them to tomorrow or whatnot, but with the intention that I'm always getting better. Okay. So for example, today I did my morning routine. I went to the gym. I went to the sauna. Then I connected with influencers. Now I'm filming this video. Then I'm meeting with Stephanie on our Atlanta event. Then I have a meeting with an influencer agency on partnering integrations utilizing their platform all kinds of different things to help grow our community then i'm going to a solo sauna that i have um, coupons and credits through class pass and then i'm reading a book believe your way to badass by celeste because we're recording a podcast tomorrow so that's just some highlights you guys and in the midst of that i'm following up or checking of course email proposals, different things to move everything forward, 
So, and then I look at every day in those seven areas, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, playfully, physically, financially. And I look at, am I taking two to three actions in every single area, every single day? And granted, I'm not perfect. So some days are better than others. And you guys, it took from really starting to think about this back in 2011 to probably about a year to two years ago to get this focused and this clear. So be patient and gentle with yourself. So I hope that served you. Um, I hope that gives you some ideas and epiphanies on how to shift some things, how to sacrifice, what vision you want, and how to align your time, and how to make time to create a life and business you love. It's a Fit Life Creation Podcast. If you haven't already, head on over to our fitlifecreation.com website, follow us on all our social channels, and explore our freebies library. You'll find freebies on health, freebies on wealth, freebies on biz, and all in one. Explore at our experiences, events, influencers. We help the community and influencers get healthy, make money, and build brands to create a life and a business you love.